How are you? Yeah, fine. How are you? Good. What are you up to? Actually, I'm busy in MetaMask. I'm doing, doing something like um, buying some tokens and, <clears throat> and doing some things on the blockchains and stuff. Playing games? No, Everybody no, no. Not the balance. I see there is a changing form, you know? Yesterday, you shield a lot. And it, today it's pumps something like five percent or four percent, I think. Oh, that didn't show because I shielded it. It showed because I bought it. It pumped because mm. I bought it. <laughs> That's why it went up. Eight point seven percent. What's that? Eight point seven percent in last twenty-four hours. Yeah, well, I, I bought some at this fifteen-ish level, and then I bought more at like fourteen something. Um, I think my average now is about twelve. I was talking about that earlier. Um, so it's not the best average anymore, but that's okay. Um, plenty of upside. Yeah, I'm pretty convinced that uh, that Link's going to do really, really well. Um, like, I have no questions in my mind about it. It's like, even compared to stuff I could buy in the stock market, I would say, like, at this moment, like, the most obvious, relatively safe upside, I think, is Chainlink. By safe, I mean like it'll run. It may not make the best gains in the whole world, um, like a small cap will, but like I can put a lot of money into it and not worry about it. Is my point? Mm -hmm. Like, so Sefi, Sefi, I'm going to interrupt one more time, man. Mm -hmm. So how about how about I take a loan against my link to buy more link? (laughs) (laughs) You can do that actually. Um, You can do that on like Avi, I think. Yeah, yeah, my my friend's gonna help me out with that this weekend. But uh, some of the Chainlink people were doing that a bit. Uh, yeah, yeah. My, my concern is though. I mean, if we get like a, a mega dump on ETH, if it drops down to like eight or nine bucks, and then get you know get liquidated on it, that, that's about the only leverage I'm going to take this cycle. Though is, is maybe doing something like that. I, I don't I don't know what kind of a I don't know what kind of management you can do on that as far as the where your stops and stuff get placed. So I don't use Ave. I'm not sure like what options there are in there for playing, but um let me see. Um let's see Ave launch app. Okay, whatever. Let's see what you can do here. Um let's look at the markets here. They've got okay, so chain link, okay. What can you do here? Reserve status and configuration. Total supplied 7.71 million of 15 million. APY less than 0.01%. Okay, this is for supplying for, I guess, yield purposes or something. I don't know what this is. APY is really low. Um, how do I borrow off of this? Um, dashboard market stake. Mm. Governance more. Yeah, I don't know exactly where this is to do this. I haven't used Ave personally. Anyway, yeah, like <laughs> you, there, there are places you can you can borrow off of things and get things. Obviously, so take a look if you want to do it. But mm. it's not a good idea, you know. It's a terrible idea. I'm not doing it. <laughs> like yeah. I, I just bought like 
I don't need to take any extra risk. Um, crypto is already like a leverage play on like financial markets in a sense. Like, so you're taking leverage on top of leverage on top of leverage it gets to be an issue. Yes, absolutely. Uh, this is why it's a risk. And it can down to like six or seven dollars. It is a possibility. Chainlink can down to like five to six dollars, but it doesn't mean Chainlink going to collapse or everything. Chainlink is totally different, you know. Well, I research all the probability of going back down to eight bucks again. The reason I think that's somewhat questionable now is because it was our it, it so. The way consolidation works is it consolidated in the like $5 to $8, $9 range for about a year and a half. And when you usually break out of the consolidation range, that accumulation range, it rarely is going to retest that again at this stage. So I think the odds are low to go that low. So if I was going to be taking on leverage. I think more than, more than one year, you know, it's like 2022 to 2023. Yeah, one and a half years, precisely. So I was there because I bought at the very bottom at the end of the FTX crash. So I was holding my link for almost a year and a half now. So the point is like someone who's already held that long is not going to be selling. Someone who has held that long and it dips that low again are probably going to buy. Uh, someone who's held that long, you know, basically seller exhaustion has already happened. That's the way to describe this. So, you know, I think like thinking it's going to go that low is probably not right. But at the same time, like if I wanted to put a low risk place to put my stop, it'd be like on a long position, like seven bucks. Yeah, sure. But remember, the, the lower you put your stop, the more um, collateral you have to have and or your um, the amount of leverage you actually take is going to be less. You understand how this works? Mm -hmm. So like the way these systems work typically is like if you have a safer position, um you can maintain higher safety with more collateral hmm. so like yeah anyway i, I also as a familiar with this in familiar with the chain link and their works going on like two years i researching about the chain link like last two years and you can see there is a development lot of developments like banks and institutions they yeah, are already yeah, already DTCC is the biggest one, I think, and SWIFT, obviously, which is the big. Yeah, they already collect so much fund and they invested in their tokens. That definitely, they these banks are invested in their tokens. But you can see there's a lot of institutional investors. When they join, the price was like $5 to $8. So you can guarantee that the, the price going to down to maximum less than 5 or 8 this range is strong. Oh, five to eight is strong, but usually with yeah. technical analysis thinking, you're probably not going to retest that such such a long consolidation period. In fact, five to eight is probably now the floor for Chainlink forever. So odds are the lowest you'll probably go on Chainlink. If I had to guess yeah. my trading theory, this would be like ten bucks at the lowest, and you're going to find a lot of buyers at that level. Yes. So. Yes. So usually you don't retest a consolidation breakout level, which on the fibs, it was like $8.40. You don't usually test it after so long. Otherwise, it invalidates that level. If you go and retest that level again after one and a half years, mm -hmm. then you have to go and retest lower, which is down below $4. And that seems absurd at this point. Like mm -hmm. it, you had one and a half years to jump below $4.80, like it would have happened by now, I think. 
Hmm. I also want to inform you if you think the chain link going to pump and going to pump like 10x or 12x in one year that this is hmm. not going to happen because you know the main chain link development you can see in 2025 or 2026 so you oh, can Oh yeah 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 right like is it's that one year is probably no I'm talking about for the whole bull run so we're talking about probably like two years so happening year is this year the next year after that is the post happening year and usually there's like sometimes there's even follow up 6 months after that um but yes you're correct a lot of the big developments won't actually show up as like finalized for like 3 years so the plus side of that is the good news is some of the really big news for chainlink might come during the time when we're normally going to have another bear market and that's going to be very bullish for chainlink right that's very good that means this is, that this the, is the exact So what can happen is that means the bear market low for Chainlink may not go anywhere near as low this time if it breaks all-time high. So what you want to see ideally with Chainlink would be you break the prior high of $53, you head off to some crazy number, let's say $240 or $500, whatever it is, and you want it to fall back down again, but you don't want Chainlink's price to retest the the high breakout of $53. That would be the most bullish chart possible. a higher low that's actually higher than the previous year's all-time high is the most bullish chart you can build and that usually is only found on charts of of things that are really in high level adoption especially on these log scales it's not very many projects that can actually accomplish that um where you actually put a higher like the next cycle your higher low is higher than your previous higher high right like that's that's a hard thing to reach Does that make sense like so you don't even drop down to $53 the next bull, the next bear run the next bear cycle you just go to like 100 let's say that would be really good because yeah. you know if you if you think like the like 99% cryptocurrency project you can see they are not going to like and uh, take a center stage in like like next 2 or 3 years and this is going to remain like volatile assets yeah. and what you can see the, the bitcoin ethereum polkadot and such such changing this type of projects is like they are not totally detached from this this type of ceiling projects you know they are oh, fully yeah. developing they are yeah, totally even polkadot i would say has less like universal potential than uh, chainlink does now Yeah, 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 yeah. Is, I mean Polkadot is just a blockchain system whereas this is a much bigger thing. Yeah, But look at Ethereum bigger. Ethereum's chart's very interesting. So if you guys go back to like 2018 January, it hit about $1300, $1380 at the top of its first run. And then of course after that first like um speculative run, um that was sort of like after the Bitcoin pump to 2017, 2018 was like DeFi season for Ethereum. and a bunch of altcoins alt season basically and a bunch of alts pumped at that time and that's where the term alt season actually came from i remember that like vividly and every random altcoin would pump like crazy because there weren't that many of them back then and it dropped all the way down to about $82 from that top so it went from 1470 down to 82 which is a gigantic retracement it had a bear market rally to like 363 and then dumped again and then it went up again to 282 and then had a dumped again to $84 so double bottomed and then it ran for the bull market to to 4000 like 
So we're talking about $84 to $4,800. So that run right there. Um, so what Chainlink has done so far is it did its first like crazy speculative run. Oh, oracles, 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 and the price went to crazy, right? So that was the first run for Ethereum when it went to 1410. That's what Chainlink's done so far. The second cycle run is where Chainlink is beginning now. This is after this, like, uh, let me look at uh, the retracement for Ethereum just to, for you guys to have a reference. It was in percentage terms. Uh, let me like actually get that number here because it's really interesting. You have to understand how these things, how these charts look with these exponentially moving charts. And when people sort of realize like, okay, which cycle are we for this particular coin? Okay, so yeah, um, Ethereum dropped um, from the top, it dropped around 95% from the top, right? After its first cycle. Second cycle, um, Ethereum ran, uh, let's see, from like, that same level all the way up to the top of yeah so it performed like five thousand six hundred percent gain um, at that point right or no more than that but like something like that um i don't have this exact candle or whatever but point is it's it's a lot and then like the next retracement was how much so from the top of last cycle down to Ethereum pulled back 81.5% this last cycle. Um, so what we have, so the second run for a crypto or for any asset that's in a, a that has real adoption is going to be the giga run usually um, where like you can have most of the meat of the move of the entire cycle for that asset forever. So this coming run, I think is going to be the one for Chainlink if I had to guess. And um, is it going to pull necessarily an Ethereum from the bottom to the top? I don't know. But let me just make up like, okay, 5,700% increase. Let's just like just speculate here. Um, if Link does that from the bottom, let's see what that looks like. Uh, one second. It's quite high. <laughs> Long story short. Um, let's see here. Okay. Okay. So if you were to somehow pull a, yeah, a, 4,900% move to the upside would be at the third FIB level from the top, um, which would be $234 chain link. That would be if it pulls an ETH move this year, right? So that's, that's the potential target for, for this. If it gets to like 102 to 143, that would be my nominal expectation for a project of this high quality during a bull run. Um, but if it does a full Ethereum level giga pump, then you're talking about, you know, 234. Now, Ethereum, remember, these things ran with like low interest rates and stimulus checks and who knows whatever shit, right? So it's possible that it doesn't go that much. But that's why, like, let's say it doesn't hit that $243 level. 143 for Chainlink to me is like the rational target. That's that's what I'm betting on as the general. And also, you, you know, when you realize that 2021, when Dogecoin crossed the Ethereum, I think they become the number two coin of this <laughs> entire blockchain industry. Remember did, that? Did it, did it cross? It did cross briefly, didn't it? Yes, yes. Because Dogecoin yeah. crossed Ethereum once, like in you know, you know, one for 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 five days or six days. You know, they yeah, crossed. And, and, and it would be nice to believe that like a link could do that, but the problem is like Doge is a more simple meme idea. 
explaining a link to dimwits is really difficult. Like you know, the, 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 the goofballs that show up, they don't understand what link is. So that can sometimes be a factor in terms of capital flow is just like retail investors just don't understand it or something, you know? So, but we'll see, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I think like the 140, um, like 143 chain link, whatever this is at that fib is my, my sort of like target for the year. As far as my personal expectation, I think what I'll do is I'll probably sell my chain link at that level. Um, because, and like, if it goes higher, fine, no big deal. Um, or maybe I'll let it run to the very top and let it pull back before I sell. That's another option, right? Like you don't have to, you don't have to, you can actually just wait till after the top and then sell after that. Right. So, yes. but blow off tops tend to have really deep retracements. Like, uh, you might drop like, I don't know, 60% or some shit. And then you got to wait for the complacency shoulder and then like, then you sell. <laughs> so, so sometimes it's simpler, just like, um, picking a target, even if the number goes higher than that, you don't care and you just sell. So yeah, that like $143 range to me is a good like destination target. Yes, it can easily, it can go easily $100, you know, it's yeah. not a free. And yeah. like, and I, I never say like, like, easily is a tough thing to say, because like, well, who knows, but um, definitely the good potential there, right? Yes. Well, but you know, this is kind of, you know, I just want to say like, if you, 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 when you enter these things, like if you have like already pumped your back, like Dogecoin thing, Dogecoin people pump their back 10x or 100x and they just cashing out these things and put these things into some potential one. And that time people invested in Ethereum and all this Dogecoin money come into Ethereum and Bitcoin that time, you know, even Elon Musk sold their bag and everything happened that time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so if if you if do you think in in this bull run like when everything going to pump and changing going to remain silent and then this money going to going to flow on the more potential and the stable one and they are working slowly like you know I don't shifting know. the liquidity. I I do know that like Chainlink looks more attractive from an institutional buyer perspective. And it looks attractive because SEC never said anything to them. The, uh, the chance that an ETF for Chainlink happens is high as well. So I think the mixture of all of these things is good for Link. And also, if ETH does well, Link will also do well because like people take liquidity. I mean, so they'll take leverage and buy it. Whereas back in the days on the first Ethereum run, what you did not have was you didn't have, not, you didn't have nearly as much leverage in the ecosystem back then as you do now. So... ETH market ETF, and pump link just indirectly, basically. ETF is not an issue for you. Chain chain link. You know, it's it's not actually a blockchain and it's also a centralized entity. entity. Right. So ETF is not an issue because if they allow the Bitcoin ETF, so you can guarantee that they are going to allow something like Ethereum ETF next year or if they yeah. are going to allow ETF. This is a possibility, like 99% possibility. Otherwise, this, you can see one more court case and one more, they are court orders and one more right, drama. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, well, yeah, all of that sort of remains to be seen, but I think, uh, see now BTC is kind of running up a little bit more again today, 42 K something like that. So making some progress. Yeah, as they're handing out, you know, the, 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 this is the cryptocurrency traders are trading like leverage and they take the leverage and they are now cashing outs and the big players pumping the market, you know, it's good. Bubble is like cutting the, it's, it's happening like, you know, cutting the bubble, you know? Yeah. Every, like every pullback is good. It brings in new buyers at a lower, um, a lower, um, price with a higher expectation for return on investment. So like the pump needs those pullbacks. Like they, they, they call them healthy pullbacks for a reason. They're necessary. You, you already said that the crypto market is like leverage after leverage after leverage. So yep. this is why the 45,000 price of Bitcoin is kind of like leverage after leverage, you know, and these institutional buyer like this Black Rocks and they yep. already know these things. And this is why they, yeah. they're, and they're not going to buy your leverage bag from you. That's <laughs> yeah. They're not interested in buying your coin like and yeah, and pumping your your leverage. They're interested in like buying the bottoms, you know, where, wherever the leverage has been flushed out. So yeah, for sure. Anyway, yep, interesting. Everything's looking kind of like I don't know. I'm happy with my positions. I think my I think uh, Zephyr hopefully is reaching its like bottom soon, and like um, hopefully we get a nice big candle with it. Um, you can get it like giga candles, like back to 25 trust bucks. Me, trust me, when I see green, green candle right now, you know, when I see the green candle right now in much of 2024 in February or March, I am so angry with the green candles. You know, I just, you know, I just want to accumulate <laughs> this phase and I just want these red candles. You're, Seriously, you're, 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 you're waiting. You, you didn't get in early enough. You've been waiting too long or what? <laughs> So I just got, you know, for the, the April, March, and I've already predicted these things that election is coming and all these things, you are going to see some kind of big money dumping on the markets and market is, market, market is going to pump by the government. And this is not, this is a serious thing because, you know, they are going to dump some huge amount of cash on the markets. Mm -hmm. And this is how election work. And so 2025 is really bullish for me. And I just need some time so I can put my investment in small caps. You know, I just don't yeah. want them to pump. You know, this is why I want to. Reaction. You're like, you're like, wait for me, wait for me. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. You know, I need one, two or three months to fill up my bags. And of, of course, <laughs> yeah, I think like most of my bag is full now, unless we get like some serious dump. That's the only thing. And then I'll sell stock and buy, go crazy. But I think otherwise, like, I'm, I'm good now. I'm happy with where it's at. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we get to, like, yeah. yeah. I think, like, if we quickly move, if Chainlink can do a quick run to, like, within a month or two, if it can run to, like, 32 from here, I might sell a little bit and buy Zephyr if it hasn't moved yet because then I'll have, like, plenty of extra capital to throw into small caps. So I might take 10% of that. Maybe if it doubles here in the next um, couple of months, yeah. I might take 10% of that and then like throw it on some small caps also. Some extra also the March 22, 2022, March 20, 22nd, March, 2024 is the last date of the, you know, the red candidates, you know, it is dumb because after, after the March 22nd, 
they you, you can see lots of articles coming like bitcoin hobby how having 30 days left bitcoin having 29 days left and this kind of market making structures and the articles and those the news which news agencies and they are going to promote these things and also the real markets like bitcoin etfs now which you guys have which black rocks and the banex and the asset managers and they are they also going to promote these things and they also going to advertise advertised the bitcoin hobbing so you can assume the bitcoin hobbing is a great marketing it's a, it's a huge marketing coming always on the market. always and then not only so, that but all these etf companies are going to start advertising their shit yes, somewhere yes. yes this is why the february is the is the is the last month you can accumulate at this price fidelity is allowing you to get the, their etf for no fees by the way it's interesting so like on the on the brokerage thing, you can buy Bitcoin ETF with no fees till August or something. Yeah, right. February and March 20, I think March 15 or March, March 15 or March 20 or 22 is the last date you can accumulate. And yep, and, and the link chart looks beautiful. It looks like a nice bull flag breakout already. Technically speaking, link is already broken out in a sense out of the sort of bull flag and then like if uh yes yeah, so you have a couple of fib levels up that you'll probably go pretty quickly on the btc chart i think uh pretty quick so i think by i'm guessing i'm guessing by april we have 30 dollar 32 dollar link if i had to guess maybe faster if it really runs quick sometimes you get these god candles and they just go straight up but i think before april to hit link 32 would be a good target in my view so a nice 2x from here um, which is why, again, why I went pretty heavy into Link the last few days and added to my bags, essentially. So it looks looking good, looking very good. Any any other Link fans down here that want to chat about Link or have any alpha or anything like that, feel free to hop up. Today's been a good Link day. <laughs> so. <laughs> they're, they're not, they did not buy Link, you know. They did not buy Link. It's, like it's coming from the institutionals. No, um, the, no, Link is not like you can get it, but like I said before, it's not. It may not be the biggest gains for some people because, like you know, some people might be more interested in like smaller bags with smaller market caps. But yeah, um, yeah. Now, right now, right now, you can see that at this price, there is some oils. Definitely, there is some oils, but yeah, not not after you know the eight is they they come after eight dollar or. Nine dollar things and these oils are not, you know, the below five dollar oils or buying zero point one or zero point two dollars. This this kind of oils is not uh, ex exist in this changing structure, you know. Ziba, are you are you chain link well? Yeah, <clears throat> yes, I am. I just I just spent two paychecks worth on link right now. Did yes. you really? Pretty good. All right, I think and I spent, I spent my uh, New Year's bonus on it. I think I spent like um, a year's worth of income on it. <laughs> hey, man, it's more the merrier. I'm a little bit crazy, but anyway, yeah, like I picked it up at like that fifteen and fourteen ish, a bit more. I think my average is like twelve now, pretty much. I mean, it's fine. too it's too good not to scoop up right now. Yeah. How much do you, how much do you earn in a year, Sefi? What's oh, your yearly income? A, a lot. I'll just put it that. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, so, what's the monthly, monthly income? I'm not. I'm not going to announce it here. But it's a lot. 
Sefi, what do you do for work, man? Give us a hint. Um, I've got like my main. Get a phone call there. I might it might kick me off here. Oh, I, I'm a uh, physician for my main job, but then I've got some companies and things like that too. Oh, so basically, rich as fuck. I got it. <laughs> what do you mean? Basically, this dude's rolling in money. Yeah, I, 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 money's not a problem for me. Yeah, I've been at this for a very long time too. So yeah, good not, for you, man. Uh, at crypto and tech and stocks, whatever. It's not like. So hopefully you're younger than me and you have plenty of time left to do whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you can't buy back your, your youth or whatever. So, True. but anyway, um, yeah, yeah. No, I think like, so yeah, you're, what, what's your target for link? When, when are you selling? What's me? Your yeah. A thousand dollars. You're hardcore then you're going to go for the, go for the, the gig ascend. Huh? I'm, I'm going many, for how gold. Many, how many years are you willing to wait? Three. You think you're going to hit, but you think you're going to like have a, uh, like a move of that magnitude. Um, I would say like the way I measured it, like if you had an ETH style move, like an ETH 20, 21 style move, yeah. you would hit like 250 chain link probably from here, maybe 300. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm joking about a thousand, but like realistically, yeah. like 200, um, I'd probably get out and start yeah. uh, scaling out. I think 200 is probably a pretty nice target. I think like 140 is just only like one, uh, two fib extensions up from the all time high. That's a pretty rational number. You get to 250, that area is another fib. You get to kind of like a uh, bit more nosebleed area as far as like, can you actually get there? Is there enough memes and network effects and shit? Can you actually make it? Um, and then like the other question is like, what's the bear market low for next season? Will that be above fifty bucks or what? That's the other question. Um, you know, what, like where does it pull back to? Because um, usually, like, so if you look at ETH, this the pullback this last bear market was about eighty one percent, right? So it depends on where your top is, but you'll be like, let's assume eighty percent drop from there. So whatever that number is. So if it goes to like um, one hundred and forty, that's not that high. Actually, you're right. It's like. 80% drop from there is still like, you know, you know, 50 bucks or something. I don't know what the number would be. It's a pretty good jump. So we'll see. Yeah. But I think like, if you like the thousand dollar link probably would be like one more cycle after that, probably, or maybe, yeah. or it could run in the next bear market. If like, let's say some of these big, big like partnerships actually happen like DTCC and all that other shit. Like if it goes full bore, like, you know, things could really go nuts at that point. Right. Yeah. So you never know. So, but I think like if you're like at a five-year time frame, like chainlink thousand bucks may actually be feasible. Like it may actually be, which is like super interesting, right? Because like if you look at all the projects out there, it is one of the most legit projects on in the in the market. Agreed. And it doesn't really like it doesn't need other layer ones to actually work. That's the other good thing. I just I just want to say something like you know if CBDC launched and CBDC is entirely and the idea is like they are going they are they want to wipe out this DeFi sector from this blockchain. So if CBDC launch and the DeFi sector totally get destroyed, then tell me Chainlink will survive or Chainlink will go to the moon. CBDCs can't reduce DeFi at all. Like if anything, CBDCs will increase DeFi usage. 
because um, it'll be much fast, much easier to get to DeFi for most people. Right now, there's like on ramping via this and that. CBDCs, you'll be able to like just incorporate in a MetaMask or some shit, probably. So, but then now they might have more rules as far as like KYC and shit by that point too. That's another problem. But yeah, it's I don't I wouldn't worry too much about all that. Like I think Chainlink benefits from either way because they're going for more institutional functions. So if they're able to if they're able to cooperate with Swift and DTCC, those two major things, and they're able to beat like XRP and Ripple or whatever the fuck they're doing to the punch, um, yes. then the progress, the, the, then the prognosis for like a, a really really high top for for Chainlink for hitting that thousand dollar plus level is feasible. So yes, and I also read these things like without a Oracle feed. And without uh, without chain links into technologies and CBDCs, either this is going to, do not going to flourish. You know, they are not going which without. Which they are not going to flourish yeah. without. You need, a you need like a, you need a large scale player to tokenize large scale in, in institutions, and then you have all sorts of cool shit you can do in DeFi. Right now, like what can you do in DeFi? You can lend and borrow off your core assets, your Ethereum or Bitcoin or whatever. Maybe you can. Um, you know, lend and borrow off of your layer one tokens. And then you can buy a bunch of the junk tokens that don't do anything. And you can then like, you know, like there's, it's just a gigantic Chuck E. Cheese video game. I joke about this. Like there's nothing really like substantial. Um, you need stuff that does something and Chainlink does real world things. And if you can bring real world assets, then there's a more robust DeFi because then you can, you can lend and borrow off your stock tokens. You can lend and borrow off of your, Whatever, and then like major institutions can get more speed with which they can do transactions and remittances and whatever. So you then you, br you bring a real sort of like technology to the market. So that's what Chainlink brings to the ecosystem is like not so much the pump and dump fundamentals of like uh, all the other things, but like it just like the thing is nobody else is doing quite what Chainlink does. Pyth Network, which is another token, PYTH. I don't own any of it. It might pump because if link does well like you know other oracle things might go up that happened in 2020 in 2019 you know like some of the other oracle stuff pumped a lot but um um the thing is like to do the massive real world integrations that requires gigantic partnerships and that's not something that some small DeFi oracle system is kind of like going to be big at so python might end up becoming big for like smaller DeFi platforms and might be cheaper to implement, whereas Chainlink is going to be like a more expensive thing to implement, but much more useful for very large scale platforms. Um, so, I mean, like the proof is in the pudding at this point, like because Aave and, um, you know, like Polygon and um, Optimism, Arbitrum, GMX, all of these have incorporated Chainlink CCIP right now. They're all active now. So those active, um, sort of like setups mean that like the biggest players in the ETH ecosystem, a lot of them, and, and I think SushiSwap has some of their technology implemented as, as does Uniswap. So like, because these big players are implementing things, then the, the, the bull case for Chainlink is that like, it's the legit play in, in crypto. And so um, like this kind of cross-chain um, stuff plus the real world asset stuff, will probably be a, a fresher narrative for people than just hearing about the L1 narrative. Why are new narratives important? Because old narratives, people have already seen the speculative multiples that old narratives can create, right? 
But new narratives like real world assets that haven't really run yet, those narratives like there's no nobody knows what the speculative top of that is. So it's like it's this magical castle in the sky that nobody fucking knows what it is. So the price can moon a lot more, right? Because they don't know when to like nobody knows when to sell. Like how much is real world asset integration by Chainlink worth exactly? How much is integration with DTCC worth exactly long run? You know, is it a trillion dollar market cap? Is it um, half a trillion? What is that exactly? Nobody knows. So the speculative multiples can go nuts, right? People like. So you think about how these prices move. So anyway, just just kind of my thoughts on that. But Jeets, does that does any of that make sense to you, or do you have any other specific thesis, or like how did you hear about Chainlink or whatever, and like what made it your big bag, like compared to like other stuff? Like what did you compare it to? Jeeva, you still there? Oh me? Um... Yeah. Like did you did you have any other like comparisons that you were going after that you? You're like, okay, I want to go after this one because of X, Y, and Z. Or honestly, I was never like a link maximalist. Like, even though I've seen everyone like go crazy about it since before it was like the uh, the pre-release, and everyone was like buying it up on day one. But honestly, since it stuck around so long, and I've seen so much news about it for so long, and that it's actually getting to the point where like, um is a use case is so important now like yeah especially because like to me it's like it's the use case that it hasn't been implemented in yet is like a lot of news yeah. that will kind of come on the news screen for like the next few years so like there, it's always going to have something to google right like it's always going to have some search hit it's always going to have some youtube th- uh like content because there's always so much stuff coming for it that's what's cool still there's a lot, lot of like a lot of untapped potential still in my view. No, agreed. Agreed. It's just, it's next up. And I think it's obvious. Yeah. It's like, it seems like the most obvious, but not obvious to like everybody yeah. in crypto, which is why it's like undervalued. That's kind of really cool. Cause like, if you think about where XRP is at like 30 billion market cap. Yeah. I mean, come on. What are you going to triple like, that? Chainlink can easily free. You can easily get yeah. to that. No, but you can easily get to that level. Cause Chainlink does at least as much as XRP yeah. does in 10. 10x more than it does. Cardano, like who is even using it? I don't even know. So it's a 17 billion. So it can definitely strip right past that. And Cardano, I think, also hit almost 100 billion market cap last year too. It pumped yeah. heavy. Um, and then like Solana's all right, and they're doing they're, they're trying to position themselves as like the next ETH. But the thing is, there is no next link. Not that not at this not at this yeah. size. So not at this caliber so it's like to me like monopolies historically in the market have been a good place to invest um like if you bought like all the tech monopolies that you can think of you did really well the last 20 years right so this is like where to me like Chainlink sort of fit in that vibe a little bit now and um again i wasn't impressed as much until i saw all the new shit that came out the last three months i'm like holy damn like this is like serious shit a lot of developments like it takes, it's like, take, it, I, I went over a lot of them this morning. It takes like a fucking hour to go through just the list. Like you, to go actually go into nuances. It's like a day long seminar on this one. Yeah. I still so, gotta get through it's that. super interesting. Yeah. I would go like there, the couple of things I mentioned today were like the Chainlink ecosystem. There's a, there's a webpage called chainlinkecosystem.com and they go through all the connections that are already present and the ones that are pending uh, with Chainlink and the different products they offer. And then, um, like Sergey and some of the other videos that were put out 
like they're putting in some interesting layers into this thing. Like there's going to be a privacy layer. There's going to be a, um, like a rollups type layer that like gives you cross chain. So you can, when you transfer from a privacy to a non-privacy, you'll wind up like, you'll be able to actually pay for shit then. Right. Cause right now you can't pay for anything with your Ethereum or something. But if you are routing through CCIP and then like, let's say visas on CCIP, you could literally pay with your Ethereum and it would just do all the shit in the background, convert it to chain link, convert it to whatever, and then like let you pay for whatever, but you'll pay in the final um, transaction, whatever you want to pay in. And there'll be a privacy layer in between, right? In ZK rollups or something. So he mentioned a lot about doing that as a layer in between and, the reality is the problem with layer one blockchains has been that like scaling has been a gigantic issue. Like it doesn't matter what blockchain you're talking about, every single one gets to a certain level and that they don't, they're not fast enough They get congested. People put stupid shit on them like ordinals and things and clog the thing up. And then like, so you're talking about just like wasted data space that is not going anywhere. And the cool thing about chain is because it's not a blockchain. Um, it's like, that's a sort of a bull case for it in some ways. Like it can help every other blockchain but it's not hindered by blockchain scalability issues. Like Chainlink shit is truly infinitely scalable. Like, and I mean that quite literally. As many computers as you want to add, you can add them, which is cool, right? Like it's like you can add as many nodes, networks as you want. If you're a company and you want to like, you know, add Chainlink, you can have like, you know, however many nodes you think are needed for substantial decentralization, you can add them and you can pay them accordingly. So it's like as many computers as you want to add to your network, you can. And then like Chainlink's not even just an Oracle product. They have a data stream product, um, an NFT cross-chain product. They have like CCIP. So they have like five or six different things. If you go to their ecosystem page, you'll see that each of the companies like that's on there, it'll show you like what they do. So for example, if you go to like, I don't know, Polygon here. So there's a browse by chain thing. And if you go through the different projects, like some of them, like the Bitcoin lottery protocol, for example, uses um it uses chainlink protocol data feeds automation and vrf um kobo which is a digital asset custody solutions provider uses DeFi infrastructure and data feeds um so it, it like shows you on here like which um like what category of product that particular thing is so it's a protocol it's a dex and then it shows you what chainlink infrastructure it incorporated like ccip um or like vrf or whatever so and then there's like um ccip works for interchain nfts now which is cool so like um polychain monsters an example of a like a nft platform multi-chain nft collecting and gaming ecosystem and they incorporated ccip so they can transfer uh, their nfts with between any other chain link enabled system so ccip is basically like a copy of like or similar to um IBC, which Cosmos has. So that's actually bearish for Cosmos in some sense, because like, wait a minute, like if Chainlink incorporates this and they have oracles, well, then why would someone worry about incorporating IBC first? They're going to incorporate Chainlink first because now you get all the things that CCIP connects and you get an Oracle service and you get like a mint burn mechanism for things like Circle, USDC and things like this. So looking pretty bullish with all these different features. Um, here's one called block size chain link node operator and famous for delivering precise and reliable data on chain. They use the any IPA, any API infrastructure, node infrastructure, data feeds and VRF. So you can see how like each of these projects that are connected, 
um, uses different chain link functionality. They have chain link automation as well, another one, VRF. So you can actually have like code within chain link um, automation systems and you can run that. So that's sort of what, um, you know, who's working on that is on, on, on Cosmos is Andromeda protocol is working on automation. But see, Chainlink is doing everything. They're doing automation. They're doing like um, data feeds. They're doing um, cross-chain communication. Um, I don't know if they have like randomness on chain that they've built. That might be in their automation layer. Um, but like like anything that anybody else does in computing, they can just simply add that here to the Chainlink ecosystem. It's just crazy. So think about Chainlink as just an ecosystem of computers, more so than like a blockchain mainly, and then like the blockchain industry benefits from what Chainlink does, but industry also benefits. Like they have, I think the partnerships they're working on is Associated Press, Google Cloud, Amazon Web Services, uh, T-Mobile Systems, Swift, DTCC, um, ANZ Bank, New Zealand. These are the big ones. And then already like, I think a lot of projects on Avalanche, Solana, et cetera, have already built in some of these features i don't know if avalanche the primary chain has incorporated ccip i don't think so i'll look and see coinbase cloud has already um let me see here mm, i'm looking through avalanche for example just to see if like the avalanche main chain has done it yet maybe not but a lot of the smaller projects on avalanche have added uh, Trader Joe, for example, on Chainlink, I'm sorry, on Avalanche, which is one of the major DeFi platforms, did add uh, Chainlink data feeds to their ecosystem. Um, Sushi Swap is also on Avalanche, apparently, and it added CCIP. Um, let's see here, anything else interesting? I don't really know the Avalanche system very well. There's a bunch of little small projects. So it's... it's um, Flash liquidity has CCIP. Mm, let's look at some other uh, other protocols here. Um, so Avalanche. Uh, what else? Let's see here. Yeah, the big enterprise pending ones are DTCC, ANZ, Kobo is live, Digital Asset Custody Solutions, um, Swift has signals intent. Swift is, of course, gigantic along with DTCC. DTCC and Swift are pretty much like the world, pretty much like a, a lot of the world's transactions. And then you have Provide, which is uh, synchronized enterprise systems. Associated Press integration is live, apparently. What did they do? Associated Press and Chainlink to bring trusted data onto leading blockchains. They have, oh, they have a node infrastructure that they have integrated with. So they have an actual node system. And they have data feeds as well. So that's interesting. Um, Associated Press. Um, <laughs> like the, the only news provider in America is basically Associated Press. <laughs> it's like parroted by fucking everybody, um, which is a problem. But um, Solana, like what did they do? Let's look at Solana here. I'm curious to see like did Solana, the primary chain or these primary chains incorporate um, services from Chainlink or is it just the is it just the individual protocols or DAOs and things? Let's see. Um, yeah, quite a lot of Solana things are on here. Uh, Synthetify, Synthetic Asset Protocol. They use data feeds, of course. Um, 
I don't know, nothing particularly interesting on Solana. But a lot of projects um, that some of these are just signaling intent, so they may be like interested but haven't actually done anything yet. Synchrony decentralized asset management. Interesting stuff. Um, but anyway, this website's pretty informative. Chainlinkecosystem.com gives you pretty much everything you need to know. But um, anyway, uh, I would say price action wise, like you're retesting this sort of 1580 level for like the umpteenth time. Usually when you, you hit against resistance, that many times eventually breaks. So whatever research you're going to do in Chainlink, it's probably one of those things you're going to end up doing later. Um, I picked up at like 15. My highest bids for Chainlink were at 15 bucks, and I believe like 14-ish. And um, the rest of it I bought down at like 7 bucks. I bought a little bit more yesterday at 14 when it dipped. But um, I think most of the downside's over. Most of it at least. So let's see. Um, I think like it could run this coming week, maybe. Um, just judging by how the market's sort of looking. BTC went back up to 42k. Zeph back up from like a capitulation wick down to like thirteen dollars and pull back up to fifteen forty. So I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully Zeph's hit its hit its bottom now. Um thirteen eighty is a pretty pretty damn low number. <laughs> That's a pretty deep retracement for Zephyr. Um Okay. Anyway, if uh, oh Muhammad, did you have any comments, questions while you're here? Yeah, so been, yeah, I was been a bit of a chain link day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, so basically, Bikram was asking you about your your monthly income. So I was like, oh, <laughs> so I hope I would be more interested in that. So yeah, and uh, what would be your uh, if you like if I may ask you, uh, what, what would be the jump off price for Zephyr for you? What do you mean, like the breakout for it? No, like a jump off. Like you, what is the last uh, price that you expect and you want to, if you want to jump off, you want to cash out. So what would be the oh, price? Oh, exit price. And you, you need to turn your speakers down a bit. We have a bit of feedback, by the way. Um, turn your like uh, loudspeakers down a bit. Um, I don't know. Um, I think like uh, usually in a bull market, these types of things can easily go to a billion market cap. That would be $400 level. So if you want to take like, um, you know, like a bull market approach to this and say like, where could something like this reach? Um, a lot of things reach a billion market cap during a bull market, by the way, a lot. So like this won't be the only game in town or whatever, but yeah, 400 ish is probably the billion market cap level, which is not an unreasonable place, um, to consider. Um, if it goes to Monero's market cap, which, you know, would be like, be put it like fourteen hundred dollars. There's a fib extension at one thousand four hundred fifty six. So that's the fourth fib extension after fifty two dollars. That puts it like three billion market cap. So those would be kind of numbers that are possible. Yeah. How long you hold on just depends on how you know how diamond handed you are. That's it. <laughs> like it depends on your your thesis. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, you, if it runs to a billion, like it'll probably run more because usually by that point, the crypto community says, oh, this thing is legit, right? Because once you get to billion market cap levels, you're talking about being in the top like one, you're usually talking about being in the top 100. Uh, let me see, where are we right? The top 100 right now 
Conflux. I don't know what that is, but that's 670 billion market cap is top 100 right now. Um, so like the first billion dollar market cap coin on the coin market cap right now is Theta and that's at rank 71. So yeah, if you get to those very high levels, um, then um, uh, of course everything will move uh, ahead. But the point is like the top 200 Right now, this is in the top 600 or something, uh, or top 700. If you move to that, those levels, it creates like legitimacy, and people tend to ape in to everything at those levels. So, uh, anyway, but yeah, does that make sense? Maybe 400-ish is a good, good, good starting point for considering one billion market cap. Hey, so I have a question for you. Like, you know, uh, you are in Cosmos like from 2020 or 2019, maybe. And you, um, in past, like you shield Luna and you are a famous person from the Luna community in 2022. Mm -hmm. And like, you're also familiar with the Cosmos chain. So like you can see there is like 19, like majority scammers and the ruggers they like building some kind of chain in cosmos and running their businesses and there are lots of bullshit projects out there like like if you assume like 50 percent project in cosmos is bullshit and so it's easy to earn money in blockchain if you have influence and if you have the technological knowledge so Mm -hmm. you have the both like you have influence kind of good influence and you also have the technological knowledge and that cosmos is really easy like you can create a chain like one or two hour i think i am saying thinking less well I talked, this to, thing I talked to reese about this who who's a lead developer like or a big developer in juno and i'm like i i ran by my game idea with him i'm like how buildable do you think this is would you want to be involved? And he's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like, it's simply a matter of like putting something together. If I want to actually create something. Um, yes. You, you, you are shilling some like injectives and like Jeffall and other projects, but well, why... no, the, the, there's a difference in shilling. Like what I do is I just mostly like, just like to analyze charts and things and then like figure out where I'm going to buy and sell things for the most part. So, even Luna and stuff, like I never built anything on Luna. It was more just I was interested in playing on DeFi there and I was interested in like owning the coin and I was interested in like, you know, the process of how that went. So, um, yeah, I don't really do the whole like, I don't like do YouTube channels and all that stuff. And I don't have no. that, like, I don't have that much reach to be quite fair. Like, so I don't really worry about all that stuff. I mostly just like to think about these things from the perspective of my own like investment and i like to think of it just to talk it out loud and then like sometimes people come in here with great ideas and um you know some of those ideas i might go buy that coin some of them i don't it just depends uh partly depends on how much money i have laying yeah. around at the time i'm so not talking kind of about and yes you know it's like the, the nft business in nft business you just need to you know you just have to be a shiller and the nft totally based on the shilling things NFT yeah, business and all NFTs, NFTs and all these things don't make much money though. Like the reality is like I could just go to my job for a day if I wanted to make a lot more money. 
like it just makes sense to go and like do these weird, funny things. So like to me, if I was going to do a project, um, it would have to be like something major and it would have to be something I want to spend a lot of time on because these things are very time consuming, right? Because like the design, the troubleshooting, uh, whether it's like game design or something else, it's it's a big deal. Um, and you have to have a lot of help from different people. You have to figure out who you're going to trust. So one of the things that you get in this space, if you hang around long enough, is the benefit of knowing who to trust. The issue here is not about money. Usually I can find lots of people with money that will invest in all sorts of stuff. I'll build if I make it. But the thing is really, who can you trust? And, um, and, uh, and one is, do, do you have the, the intention to build something great? Do you have trusted people you can rely upon? Do you have a group of people that can, yes, you're right, help advertise the thing. So, um, and yeah, I think we, we have a reasonable size group of people that's being built up over time. Um, and then like, you probably can get a lot more attention if some project that you do has some benefit to everybody's blockchains, like it's, uh, has cross chain, cross chain networking potential. And if you have more of that, then I think more people are likely to, um, like more founders from other chains and stuff are willing to maybe invest some of their liquidity into your project and stuff. So yeah, it's, so there's a lot why, to this. Why you want to build a game on Cosmos, Cosmos where you can build on Avalanche, there is a subnet and it's totally for gaming. No, because like, uh, it, number one, you go to where you know the people. Um, two is like, you need to go where the technology is appropriate. Um, and for what I am specifically thinking of doing, uh, the tech is appropriate on Cosmos for that. So that would be the reason, but like, yeah, there's different reasons why you'd go to different things. Yeah. Some, or you could make the argument, well, why don't you just go to Ethereum? Cause you can go there and you have more liquidity there too. So there's all sorts of, if you're doing a layer two, that's a different thing. Um, creating a layer one solution, um, from what I, the, my conversation with Reese two days ago. He basically said that, like, what I'm thinking of doing, you'd pretty much have to control the entire chain to do it, and um, so that that's probably the the route to take. And it may be like it's maybe the type of project that you need to do with like in conjunction with like Celestia for data availability, and like I don't know, maybe Chainlink CCIP for for uh, the purposes of like doing cross chain. Uh, transfers of money and liquidity and then also cross-chain like nfts and then cross-chain um um like and then have the oracle network built in because then you you could do like uh events tied to the game that are related to out real world um sort of data feeds uh so yeah there's a lot of interesting things you need for gaming the other things you need for gaming are you need privacy because some things in the game you want to have private it's like it's like poker you don't want to show your 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 hand until you're ready right so things have to be private until they're not. So privacy is sometimes a complicated thing. Um, and then the other thing you have to have if you want to really go hardcore is you need um, uh, not just privacy, but randomization. So you have to have a random number generation that's credible. So Cosmos has that in the form of like noise protocol. It has privacy in the form of Nometa. It has, so there's a lot of interesting things that like are emerging in Cosmos that make some of the things that I was dreaming of possible soon. Um, is it all ready? And do I like, do I have a really strong feeling of doing it immediately? I don't know. It's like, it's almost for me, it's like almost a, a bit of a retirement project too. If I, if I do something, it's like, I'd want to have like dedicate my life to it. And, uh, it's like, I have a lot of stuff that usually 
like right now I'm just fucking around all day because I don't have work today. But like um, usually when I'm at work, I'm quite busy and doing a lot of stuff. So it's like it's hard to do a project where you can put it down for two or three weeks and then come back to it. Right. You have to, it's a pretty, it's a pretty constant thing. So anyway, yeah, it's like, if you have a mixture of all these things in, in crypto, you can definitely do an interesting project of some kind. Um, but uh, the other thing is I don't like uh, it, it. What I would like to build is something that's um, a very fair launch type of thing, not with a bunch of developer heavy tokens and, you know, these kind of things. So, it's harder to find developers who are going to do like pro bono work for a project that doesn't make them immediate like token gains or something. Right. But like the project is much more fair launched and more legitimate. And then like, I feel comfortable telling users that it's going to be a, um, something you can actually use versus like some kind of token dump scam of some kind. So like where 80% of the tokens are held by the team or something like that. <laughs> so, you know, I don't like that kind of stuff. And the team is like from the one member in this team. And <laughs> that members you <laughs> exactly. Team, team as an I, right? Like, <laughs> yes, there is a no team. Like there's a three world profile, three three profile, and there's all the three profile from one member. <laughs> it's getting it's getting dramatically easier to spin up Cosmos chains, but the thing is, like, to attract liquidity to your chain, you have to have some kind of like, you have to seed some liquidity pool somewhere. So it does cost some money. So you're you're really talking about um, you know a decent project's going to cost you probably a couple million dollars to get going. So um, yeah, I can I can understand why the VC types, if they're going to invest ten million, they're going to want to see like you know a ten x return on their investment, and they're going to want to have some of the early seed tokens and all that stuff. So yeah, if you, if you're going to have early investors for a project, you're going to need all sorts of um, you're going to need uh, like <laughs> to, to pay out that money at some point. Who's going to put money into your project if it's not pro profitable for them, right? So yeah. they are going to buy like a zero point zero one, and they are going to dump one hundred. That's the well. Thing. They don't buy a zero point zero one. They buy a zero. They, they the initial seed investments are usually just straight cash, and you just allocate yeah. the tokens. But yeah, you're right. It's like some minuscule amount of token price that they're getting it at, and they're going to immediately hundred x or whatever. Um, and they usually have vesting periods and stuff, but a lot of that's like those projects have left the United States. They're going to like Dubai and whatever because uh, because of securities laws and stuff, right? So it's not that easy to do those. Um, yeah. So no, but it's good, you know, it's because the the this this type of things is not good for the crypto and this blockchain, you know. And people are assuming it's it's plus or minus. Like people can buy what they want, as far as I'm concerned. Whether it's good for it or not, it's irrelevant. Like people can make legit projects; they make they can make scams. I don't care what they make. People's I, I'm 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 okay with people being free to buy what they want with their money. That's that's your business. If you want to go and get scammed, that's your problem. That's it. It's not everybody else's problem. Because you can go like today in America, you can go buy like you know methamphetamines and stuff, and like you can get yourself killed with them. Like 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 we're talking about financial instruments. Um, you know, if people have the the right to smoke marijuana and drink you know enough alcohol to make their liver destroyed they sure as hell can waste all their money on whatever they want you know yeah. like, have plenty of people raging alcoholics and use all their money. Hmm? yeah you can see the cz binance thing and cz binance totally like a he, he did like a childish things and whatever he just go against this government and attacking the governments and he kind of become a cult leader you know 
that's not a good thing and i know there isn't there's a cz binance is not a criminal but you cannot go to the you cannot you know <clears throat> fight with the government for a simple stupid logic and the government is also right and cz binance is also right but you know he is directly going to going to fight and blaming them of the ftx things and while you can see cz binance last 3 years profile you gonna see like 50 to 60 like you know every month he shield kind of some kind of tokens and things 2021 he he also a shiller in 2022 he's also a shiller like 2023 he stopped shilling and if if you check his past history like 2020 or 2021 he's a she was a shield he is he was a shiller just like yeah, you and like, me who cares cc did a lot for the industry he brought a lot of people into crypto so it's fine <laughs> like who cares um at the end of the day it's like the the see with companies like Chainlink, for example um there will come a time when you know how like india is like oh we're gonna ban crypto and whatever you're not gonna ban shit the only thing you're gonna do is you're gonna set back the country 50 years in the name of like protecting consumers from who knows what but the reality is they also protect you from the legit stuff and what will happen is the same way india missed the entire tech boom of like the early computing age they're going to miss the next bubble and the next one after that and they'll miss ai and they'll miss everything which is a problem in india like they just miss every, they just miss everything and they're late to fucking everything and then like most of the country just stays poor yeah. it's embarrassing no, yes you yeah. cannot engage with the fight with the government you know you cannot engage a fight this is the thing i want to say you cannot fight in this internet and against the government and you cannot you are not never going to win this war if you want to fight with government stuff uh, yeah you do every tech always beats the government what do you mean like no that's, not that's, like that's, that's completely false like every tech always beats government every time but in not not this way i i didn't say like yeah like north korea has nuclear weapons for example <laughs> like every every tech ultimately dominates like physics always beats human attempts at governance period that's so like anything you try to ban or whatever it just doesn't last very long so take for take india for example um like why don't they ban alcohol it's, you know like because it's not possible it's almost impossible to like enforce it right same thing like so these things just don't last very long like they just people think they can control these things but really it's like these things are just a force of nature like crypto is just like equals mc square bitcoin white paper these are all just force of nature things they just keep going there's nothing you can do to uninvent them it's like uninventing the sun or something it doesn't make any sense yeah as a country like india makes policy like a bunch of imbeciles basically they don't know what they're doing like fucking stupid as hell like it's consistent too like decade after decade it's embarrassing india has been responsible for its own poverty at a level that nobody can comprehend it's like it doesn't make any sense at all it's fucking embarrassing it's all it is it's got to be like it's just a low iq thing or something it's that simple like there's nothing else going to explain what's going on there right like nothing it's just weird i don't know what to tell them but the government is busy in distribution some some kind of social welfare things and distribution the wealth into the poor like a hand handouts you know it's some kind of government is working in india you can compare with the airdrop thing in crypto just they just give 
No, airdrops is for network effect. That's what airdrops purpose is. Like airdrop is about distribution of tokens. It's nothing to do with welfare. In fact, airdrops are expensive. They're actually advertising, essentially. They're actually quite, the protocol loses. Similarly, similarly, the airdrop is like, you know, in Indian government, they take taxes from these hardworking peoples. And what they do, they just airdrop. Yes, they just do do the airdrop things to the poor peoples. And this is why you can see this never in India, inflation never reduced to the 6% or 7%. Our inflation is like 8% always, like 7, 8. Since I childhood, I can see my country say it's inflation is 7%. And nobody yeah, even cares. Yeah, yes, nobody cares. Like, what is, what is the interest least, rate right now if you go to the bank to go get a loan right now? Like 12% probably or something or more? Yes, yes. Yes, 12% and more plus 12%, yeah. I think. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well, India has problems that have unrelated to like... Mm-hmm governance too there's like when you have a material and energy deficit you have to run inflation that's the only choice you have so unlike so the u.s got very lucky in that it has a lot of like energy resources on site whereas india does not have the same level of like base energy resources and that always caused problems especially if you're trying to become an industrial economy or something but this is why i say like India is run by imbeciles because, like, if you have a problem which is basically like an energy deficit, then you have to solve that by like exporting something that you know people need. And the thing that people need has been like computing and software services um, is one of those things. But instead of like actually exporting them from India, people left because like the good opportunities were not created within the country. Because because like the mixture of corruption and other nonsense, what happens is, is like you can't run a business there very easily. Um, it's it's just not a fair playing field. Like if you're in the U.S. right now and, and you want to start a new business, um, I don't know, a restaurant or something, you know, McDonald's isn't going to come fucking mess with you. The government's not going to try to prevent you from starting a restaurant. Not really. I mean, there's some regulations and a few things, but I mean, like you can legitimately even get, you know, plenty of investors. You can build whatever the hell you want, right? Like you're not going to have a lot of problems. The, the, this is not necessarily true if you try to do anything big um, in India, right? Like, this is why Elon Musk doesn't move to India. He moved to the U.S. Like, this is why, you know, like, it, the, the infrastructure is just miserable there to do anything. And you have to bring, fix that energy and trade deficit by essentially bringing value into You have to sell something so that you can afford to pay for your oil or whatever resources you want. And that something is would be tech because you don't, like... Software in particular does not require you to dig something out of the ground, right? You don't have to have gold reserves in India. You don't have to have, you know, something you dig out of the ground like minerals to solve your deficit problem, right? Material stuff. So you have intellectual property you could sell. And like that's where they fumbled the bag big time. And um, and they did it again with crypto. Like India could have just simply just taken crypto by the you know horns and said, hey, wait, you know what? We're going to make this part of our like normal thing. Like we're going to adopt this faster because these idiots like are wasting too much time. Let's let's go. Let's be the ones to get ahead in this thing. But what did like China and India do instead? They they fumbled that ball for no particular reason. Like and then the likes of Chainlink and whatever are going to come up and like take care of this. China is some kind of like a you know it's a casino. It's not an economy. And the, every ninety nine percent ninety percent of investment is the American investments. And this country is not a rich country at all. And this country is not going to beat up America. And this is not possible, you know. But because the GDP 
and their entire market it's based on the american investment so how china going to beat united states when the money in china coming from the united states yeah and they have to use a fair amount of russian oil too i think so that's the other problem um but yeah there's it's yeah it's all back and forth but the thing is like the the chinese have definitely made some progress uh, for sure compared to a lot of other places there's no question about that but i'm just saying like india in particular man like <laughs> it's fairly um it's fairly bad how how often they fumble this stuff and you know look at argentina argentina is a great example of a country that was like a total clusterfuck like they were a pretty prosperous nation and then the shit went to the hit the fan because of socialism and um all hell broke loose there and then now like this new president is basically like canceling programs and erasing all the different things he's like i'm gonna close the central bank down and start this fucking thing all over and he's like it's taking a gargantuan like um you know, massive moves to sort of reform the country. And we'll see if the president of Argentina does it. But he's pretty inspiring as far as like doing what's necessary to like restore sort of libertarian capitalism to Argentina somehow. I can, I can share it. If someone I doesn't kill him, you know, that'd be good. <laughs> you know, I can share an idea. What is the exact situation of India? You know, like if you launch, a, if, you, if you observe some, bullshit projects in cryptocurrency you, you you can see there is a large community member on the bullshit projects and they are developing nothing like the dogecoins thing like the shiba inu it's exactly like the situation of india because you know these guys are nonsense these guys are stupid these guys are dumbass they think it's going to 10x and similar type of things happening in india less poor people and they target these poor people. And what government just do? Just take these taxes from these peoples and giving away to them. And they hardly, hardly can pay bills with this government money when they receive as a, you know, the welfare things, the welfare, welfare schemes. They hardly can pay the bills of their, you know, electricity bills. Hardly can pay their electricity bills with that money. But somehow they're taking money from these governments and they are crazy about them and they're they're making them something like a god you know this is why people and the politicians get some kind of god type of things you know god type of power in this type of countries like india pakistan's and this other regional small yeah, countries south india, india is quite famous for like government officials being treated like godlike individuals yeah, um, that's a that's a common sort of like yeah, um, sort of worshiping your politicians is kind of a thing there for sure. Yes, yeah, and yeah, our prime minister is come some kind of god in India, and he already some kind of god, and he already some kind much of used to just spending his times on the mandir, and he just he communal things you know it's a political and totally it's it's absolutely meme token you know. The economical situation is just like meme token. They banned some kind of other or centralized exchanges and nine centralized exchanges, and that makes no sense. It will it will increase the money laundering. They have no idea that VPN is available in the markets, and these internet service providers only can ban the applications in the google play stores and other play stores but 
they can easily use these things by using VPN. So it is now free for money laundering. So what do you think? The banning exactly right. Yeah, usually the, the criminals know how to use all this shit anyway. It doesn't make any difference. Yes. The same is true of like in the Hi, US uh, as well. Sefi and, and become sorry to jump in. Can I? Hello. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so just to just to give like some some figures out there. I mean, I, I know uh the discussion went off a little bit in tangent from crypto link to India bashing very soon. So we've got like in India about like 500 billion of like exports, like overall total exports from the country. Of that about like 200 billion was uh, from softwares, just last year. Which, which is considerable and it'll improve over time. So I don't quite know where uh, all this uh, India is coming from. Considerable but, considerable but small considering that like Let's half say, of most so, so the tech companies in things. America. Two, two, two things. Half, yeah. up, listen, up, listen, listen, listen to this. Half, half of the tech companies in America are basically Indians, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 the, so the yeah, fact yeah. that like all those people had to leave India to get that. No, not necessarily. So, like, so, yeah, I mean, the government didn't properly like what do you call it? Like, no, but that's that's. Uh, I mean, it's not it's not government's job to give you a job. They can no, but the can... government in India is terrible to work with. Like, you if you start a company in India, maybe and yeah, maybe, maybe ten years back. Listen to me. Maybe ten years back or twenty years back. Not anymore, right? And oh no, no, for sure now. So did you did you like did you like uh, try to create a startup or something in India? Or how's how's it like? Is this like a first time experience yeah, or is this? There's a family member with a hundred million dollar project, for example, that um, has been dealing with like governmental bribes and shit for quite some time now. Yes, India is a cesspool at this point, even to this day. It is a disaster if you want to bring money there to do anything. Right. I mean. Yeah, it's a fucking disaster. It's it's embarrassing beyond measure. I can I, like do like yeah. Nobody can tell me sunshine stories about like you know how good India is doing. No, no, no I'm, I'm not saying it. It's, it's like terrible. sunshine and rainbow stories, of course not. But th things are improving over the last like ten years. I'm not saying it's like it's it's like reached the best. India, India basically needs the death penalty at this point for these things. Like that's the level of corruption still. Uh, death penalty like, for what? Sorry, death penalty. The death penalty is required there for for this type of corruption. It's still kind of completely out of control. Okay. Yeah, like especially in the political side. Jesus Christ! Okay. With the I'm not going to do this. Yes, I am. <laughs> like not, a disaster. I'm with you. Yes, I am not disagree with you. I totally agree with you because you know. We... By the way, I'm saying this all in good, like in the sense that like these yes. are the, the reforms that need to be made to make India into like a yes. big tech giant that it should be already. It should be like, much, much bigger than what it is. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, Tefi, you are... Bikram, I, I think, Bikram, you're coming from uh, West Bengal, which is anyways like a failed state. And that, that that's purely due to the local uh, policies at the state level. It's nothing to do with the government of, like, India or, like, the larger India picture. So you do have, like, a unfortunate, like, state that you're, you're having bringing the bias in from. So we, we, you, can, you, can, you can state that uh, rather than kind of... Uh, uh, painting uh, India with like a broad brush, I would say. Yeah, how about that? Well, I mean, no, I'm not. About no, I mean, I'm this, one's, this one's for this one's for Bikram. Yes, I'm not a political personality. Dude, you are coming in from a failed state that that is purely because of yeah. all the leftist and communist policies over the last 30 40 years, right? 
So I mean, you, you can't take that that brush and paint the whole India in like in a, in like a, a bad light. No, it's not. It's not 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 like that. It's it's not like that, bro. You're from Bangladesh. If, uh, you're from uh, West Bengal, right? I mean, that, that's completely a fake yes, state. Yes, you you basically draw, me, you basically draw out all of Tata projects. What do you expect? Yes. No, no, no. You cannot bring politics, politics in here. Oh, this is not politics. politics. No, politics. Sir, good so, sir. Good sir. You're discussing politics. MP, like we're, we're all we're saying here is hold up a second. Like the, the the point here is all we're getting at is like he he brought up this like. You know, is crypto regulation in different places going to stifle whatever? And yeah. all I brought up was that the 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 plan in India to just sort of ban crypto instead of actually embracing it and becoming a world leader in it is maybe, maybe not right away. Right? I mean, that, that's what I'm saying. India probably considering. Okay, let, let's let's let let's accept the fact. No, that, but it's, it's not just it's not just embarrassing. It's just fucking retarded. Yeah, but that's okay. I mean, India doesn't probably doesn't need it, need crypto. Probably India doesn't need crypto, or or let's say they, they don't understand crypto for that matter. That doesn't that doesn't mean it's a failed state. It doesn't mean it's a it's a country to be uh, to be to be labeled uh, as as a failed country, right? I mean, no, the, that's, the that's, India that's for the past. That's fine. India doesn't need crypto, bro. India ball. doesn't need crypto. Okay, then then In, so India what? has for the last fifty years been behind on fucking everything. Yeah, that's fine, and that that's, that's purely because of, that's, that's comes, pure. like you have a country that's full of software engineers, mm -hmm. and the simple answer is you take the next software sure. platforms that are coming out, and you just basically go guns blazing into them. Right. So you don't say, "Oh, we're gonna like no, no. we're gonna ban it, whatever the fuck else." It's nonsense, man. It's no, like, I mean, you did, did okay, okay. Just, just to give you a little bit of context, like since nineteen ninety one when there was liberalization, and since two thousand, listen to me, hear, hear me out, hear me out, Sifil. Yeah. Give, give me like a few seconds to explain, right? Like at least like uh, give a reasonable, uh, credible, like other side of the story as well. So since 1991, there was liberalization where you were not uh, bound by government uh, quotas and regulations to import export stuff. That was like an, that was like a landmark, like sea change. Right. And that, that was like, yeah, at, at, yeah. Okay. And then since 2000s, largely. Oh, by the way, that was the first three decades of embarrassment I was describing first. So that was a big problem. So, so, the, right? so the first, yeah, like, okay, so it's it's about like it's seventy five years back, big time, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so first seventy, uh, like, out of the seventy five years, first 30, 40 years was wasted because of the leftist communist uh, policies and and like the imbecile government of uh, Congress, right? I mean, that, that was that, that was that. Since nineties, there was like a little bit of uh, liberalization and, and export export uh, unbans, which which brought India a little bit of prosperity until two thousands, two thousands maybe like mid. Uh, 2010, uh, around 2005, and after that, there was like real like push to get get onto the world stage with like the first leg of like IT companies, which was purely like software uh, services, not nothing to like high value add. And then slowly, like India has is being like moving up the value chain, and and that's how that's how it is. I mean that that's the evolution that uh, it is. And the governments that we had so far before 2014, those were completely corrupt governments. I accept that. Those are all governments which are based on a coalition, local, local, uh, fed, uh, local, state level governments which do not have like any vision, fully like corrupt, primarily driven by Congress, right? Congress is, is, a, is a party which ruled, ruled the country for like sixty years. They they wasted it. In the last ten years, things things have been okay, and they are on the right trajectory. Should could have been had had India had had the best of government in the last seventy five years. Of course, it could have, and we could have had the best of results. And and well, where a, and where and where where Vikram is coming? No, no, hear, hear me out, hear, hear me out. So the state from which Vikram is coming from, it is such a failed state. Okay, it is such a loser state. They basically drove out Tata Motors, which was supposed to bring in massive employments, 
and which is by the way one of the most generous and most benevolent uh, recruiters of all times okay it has the the the, the people from west bengal they drove that uh, uh, they drove tata motors completely out and, and what happened like this is the, the state is completely in, in dumps and people from that state they don't acknowledge the fact that that is purely because of the state level politics by mamta banerji and basically the congress uh, wing uh, of sorts that has brought brought down brought shame and poverty to the state they, they should acknowledge that as simply that rather than blaming yeah, the government not, first of all bikram's not denying this you you keep te- no no so what he's no what he's doing like, is he's taking he he's painting the whole country with the same brush i'm painting the country with the whole brush and he's supporting I'm you. you it's a fucking mess yeah it's a mess it, it's it's a mess yeah, for the last my, my no, wife's it's improving uncle, by the way my wife's uncle is the supreme court justice of india by the way like i, I know the politics Like I know so, what's happening. Right, judiciary, judiciary in India is is is, is anyways. Uh, it's it's a compromise and it's a hand in glove with the gov- uh, Congress uh, yeah, ecosystem, well, well, right? My point is, whatever so, it is, the the, the whole whole is, judiciary is so corrupt in India. It's it's based on collegium system. There's no merit, nothing nothing out there. See, I mean, right. well, back to the comfort, the discussion at hand. Yes. What all I was trying to say is, India, if for the last ten years, instead of coming up with a plan. to basically like and this is including the the tech wizards in India instead of creating a plan to sort of like be dominant in the crypto space but why? W- which they really could have been instead it's just fuck around again and see what happens that's what the, the no, not not necessary not necessary i mean oh, not, yes, no 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 here yes, it's an embarrassment so, it's a pure embarrassment so, at this point so, so what simple? benefits okay let, let, let me ask you this what benefits does crypto bring to the general governance and to a country which is uh which probably is not it's like a, so so tech product that you're not paying attention at all like like do you run a business or no if you create a product that the rest of the world can use you make money instead if you don't create that product you're going to have to buy that product from somebody else that's that's totally fine so what's wrong with that like it, let's let other country has already a problem with energy and other things so how does crypto solve the energy problem let me ask that you're you're not paying attention because you have to have a de- trade deficit that's managed somehow So the way you manage a trade deficit if you don't have enough energy in your country let's say you're Singapore right where does Singapore get their money from they don't have laundering. enough oil to yeah, run Singapore. by laundering money from all the southeast asia i was there in singapore so i know very well what happened yeah. in singapore so you have to have something that other people want out of your so money laundering is a solution you're saying is it and you're going to have to you're going no, so, to have so, to sell so, something so like for example singapore is a money laundering hub for the for the entire of southeast asia do, do you think that's the right way to go about it It doesn't whether it is or not. They're winning, aren't they? Uh, I don't think. I don't think so. Singapore is so Singapore is a failed state. Dumb, if Southeast Asia dumb enough to give them their money, then yes, that's that's how you do it. That's fine. I mean, then, then it's okay. That's that's their choice. So my point is, like, whether it's crypto or otherwise. So, so in- what India has done really, really badly is take the one sort of skill set that it has, which is having a gigantic population. So, so that's what I'm saying. The, the skill set. Hold on. That- who can program really well? and instead of actually creating a business environment where those people are going to stay in the country and advance the country what they did instead was create an environment where you have no choice but to leave and to go somewhere else like the US UK Australia wherever to get jobs in these positions the, the counter- all of that brain drain from india you'll never you're never going to recover from that absolutely Taking a, a bunch of the highest iq population out of a country and having them leave is net negative for your country okay. period end of story I, i don't think so you heard me at, at the start listen to 500 look, 500 billion of software exports from india the effect listen to that's me. happened 
No, no, no. The, no, no, the no. Fact that I don't. I don't think so. You are listening to me at all. A thousand years. No, no. I, I don't think so. You are listening to this years. fact at all. I think you are completely ignoring the you, fact that there was five hundred billion of exports by the whole of India. Okay, out of that, just software alone was two hundred billion. So forty percent of yeah, exports that's, that's from a country. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. It's at least. Yeah, that's that's fine. Listen to me. So it's if it's a, it's a it's a growing pie, it's a grow it's a it's a growing pie, and the, out of that growing pie, there's a growing share of the pie. From IT and software exports, and that doesn't necessarily have to be from crypto. It could be from services. It could be from uh, pro- pro- product. It could be from R and D. So which, whichever, whichever way it is, it doesn't necessarily have to be crypto, right? I think uh, Steph is on mute. We'll wait. Hey, he got up. I think he's going to act right now. Uh, he's on mute. I think yeah. We'll wait for him. Mm-hmm. So which part of India are you from? It doesn't matter. I know which part of India you are from. Yes. Absolutely. So you are. Bikram, I mean, Bikram, you, you, no, you, you need to Bikram, You need to you need to present a balance for you. You need to keep get get the facts right. You need to you need to back up your discussion with some logic, some facts, some balanced worldview, rather than taking a loose right. view and paint the whole country in, in a bad light. Bikram, relax. Yeah. Yes, I just let me talk. Yeah. So you are like some kind of you 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 believe some kind of. Representing our governments. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm you, presenting. Listen to me. Listen. Okay. When, when I said no, our country, no, let, let me let me. Let me no, 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 let no, me no. Finish. You know, you, you, you're just ignoring the fact. I, I, I mean, I am sharing this fact for, for, for real. Okay. I'm sharing the fact that our country is made like 500 yes, billion of exports. Out of that, 40 percent is like tech. So what's, what's wrong with that? I mean, how, how dumb you are to like not understand this. No, you are. What's, what's difficult? Right. What's difficult with this? What, what's difficult with this? Yes, I totally agree with you. Now, first of all, now let me talk. First of all, you cannot be aggressive. No, internet I, I, you, should, you just don't understand the like basic fact about countering facts with facts. I'm t- I'm stating a fact for you. Why don't you counter that fact? I missed I missed so this fact. I had, a, I had a phone call got disconnected. What happened? Yeah, so, sorry, sorry, for that. Yeah. What What was the What was the big controversy now? No, no. I mean, Bikram, I think uh, Steady saying something. Yeah, go ahead, Bikram. Yes, I just want to mention something like you know you you are when we are in crypto, right? So we are a coin. Here, every everybody is from different country, different religion, right. different places. Yes. yes, and we are representing which the unity, a community based on no religion, no country, and we bullshit about every countries. Like, like I am the I am the guy. Like, let me let me finish. Let me finish. Don't yes, start. No, no, I'm, 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 yes. I was just like handing my video. Yes, I am the guy. I am the guy who bullshit say bullshit about this Gary Jensler, like the first, like last two years, and nobody came out from America and say why did you say that? Why you are bullshitting about my countries? Because you know why? Because these countries are the developed countries. And they don't believe their politicians like a god, because people have to be put their power on their hands. If you ask kissing, you know, if you kiss kiss your kiss the politician ask, they are not going to. In right now, they are working, but I can guarantee after one or two years they will become a god, and they are going to these directions. So you cannot. Whatever they are working on, whatever they are doing in an international platform, you cannot kiss your government's ass. 
And I would point out politics is dirty everywhere. There's corrupt politicians everywhere. It's not unique to any one place. That's for sure. But like the and the U.S. does its fair share of fuck ups, by the way. No one's arguing that anyone's perfect. Um, like there's a lot of things that the, the United States does that like, you know, maybe like slows down certain types of economic activity with socialist nonsense or whatever that uh, winds up with creating disasters. California is facing that situation right now with millions of people moving out per year because they fucked up the, the state, right? Like so, and that's a, a nice pretty state that they kind of wrecked and there's crime everywhere and shit. It's kind of silly. So there's a lot of examples of just kind of like, yeah, humans making um, dramatic mistakes. I, the only point I was trying to make is like somewhere, somehow, it's like some tech genius type needs to sort of become like, you know, prime minister of India or whatever. And they have to create a direction where they say, hey, look, like we're going to try to incentivize and promote sort of like a, a real, real serious blowout of every and any type of tech, tech infrastructure we possibly can. Because like what India needs to ex export is things created with the mind. Why? Because you have a billion people plus and they have minds and that's a great way to sort of export a product somehow if you yeah, export, if you try to export like physical goods there's a fairly solid hard cap on how much that's even worth and how much you can actually export physically so the the mental goods or the intellectual goods as it were is the kind of like is where the vast majority of the growth could potentially happen to the extent that the way you know that your country is doing well is simple People want to move there. If you create a situation where other people want to move to a, your, your country, that's not, not talking about just India or Argentina, anywhere, then you know that like, you're doing something most likely correct. Um, outside of that, like, for, how do you know California is doing something really wrong? Because it's a beautiful state, but everyone's leaving. So like, something's going wrong there. So this is generally true yeah, of most countries, most wrong. states. Yeah, Definitely is going wrong. Something is wrong in the hair because if you care, like, like we are, like last one year, you can see every news article is here about US inflation, CPI index. Like why it is Jerome Powell's is going to bring your inflation to 2%. And these crypto investors from basically they are from India's. Many, 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 many people and the shillers are from India's. And they this know this subject. They, when this inflation run out 3.2% price going down, when this inflation run out 3.1% price is pumping. And India is dealing with inflations like 7% to 8%, but people are strongly focused on the religion matters. And our prime minister is wasting their times and building some kind of temples. And this is this, this kind of things, if you did not raise your voice, you know, you, if you did not raise, I'm not a political person. Seriously, I just want to leave my country. That's my ultimate destination because country is so violent right now. You know, you can observe these things. If you have, don't have power to raise your voice, if you don't have let, power let to... Know, let me know when I can start. Say, say something. Yes, say something. If you don't have power to say something about the politicians, if you don't have power to say something about the corruptions, and you all you have to do... They acknowledge their politicians, you know. You all you have to do is kiss their asses. So how how development going to happen, brother? Motherfucker screaming out loud, looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey. What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality, stuck in the burbs. I'll be numbing up first before just.
discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments Red down days got them acting all bankless Yo fam what? Check these token knocks They probing this bear flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down I'm just roasting knotters And then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Bond doing the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap yo the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary fall Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns, white knight, and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach, coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers screaming out loud, looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt we rape and plunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served